basement for another episode of pure speculation from strugglestate.com i'm your host zach hayes joined as always across from me phil hayes what's up um so phil we as promised we're coming out with the the black friday uh cyber monday numbers here because as we kind of teased in our last episode we really thought this was going to be a big indicator um in light of covid in light of shutdowns with what holiday spending was going to look like and boy were we not disappointed because these numbers are staggering it's huge they're huge huge so big yeah um that's what she said but (laughs) you know when i'm looking at this phil Just on, let's just kind of break it down here a little bit. Just on Thanksgiving and Black Friday alone, apparently Thanksgiving's a big day to shop online, which I had no clue. Um, 14 billion spent on those two days alone. Wow. Um, that that's, and basically these numbers are tracking 80 of the top 100 retailers, um, 9 billion of that 14 was on Black Friday. The other five coming from Thanksgiving. So, so big spending, but that's, that's not where it's interesting. It's that it's up 21.6% from 2019, $7.4 billion more spent in two days in the United States for basically gift giving. And I don't think it's all gift giving. I think it's a lot of people buying stuff for themselves and seeing really good deals out there. Um, which the deals were there. Yeah. And, and and even the Thanksgiving spending is up 21 and a half percent, uh, 18.9% increase in online sales from the Wednesday before, which that should come as no surprise because a lot of places are shut down. People don't want to go out. This is no different than the voting. You saw a huge voter turnout because people could do it from home essentially. And you get the same thing when it comes to to your, your, your holiday spending. Yeah. But, but were you surprised by these numbers, Phil? No, you weren't. No. And I said that in the last podcast, I said, I thought they would be high because people are not willing to give up things like this. This is like, you know what? I, this is some normalcy. It's it, to me, it's retail therapy. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, it makes them feel good a little bit. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're talking though when unemployment is twice as high as it was last year, literally Doesn't twice matter. as high. Yeah, you're you're saying it makes no difference. No. People are still going to go out and spend. No, then they will struggle after the fact. And I mean, I feel so bad for anybody out there that just went crazy shopping and put it all on credit cards. <laughs> Well, I, well, I feel I, bad for if it. If you're shopping online, you're basically, most people aren't doing it with a debit card. One, because they don't have the funds available. And two, right. you don't get those, uh, you don't get those nice points that everybody <laughs> yeah. likes. You know, I, I get right. people who call in for, they're doing group orders and they're like, can I put everything on a credit card so I can get my points? Yeah. They want their air miles, even though they're not really flying much of anywhere these days. But, but I mean, that's, it's actually a, a smart strategy if you think about it. Yeah. If you are willing to pay your bills when they come in. Exactly. So. Do you, do you carry a balance? on your credit cards? I have one that you carry a balance on one credit card that I carry a balance on. And I use it for like gas once in a while, things like that. I bet you there's, I I probably have like $800 on it or something. And I just kind of 
pay it here and there. But why not pay it in full? Um, because I, I don't know. I thought, I thought you were supposed to have a little bit on a credit card at some point. I think that's a, that's, that's a myth because actually what you want to do is, uh, you want the available lines of credit. You right. don't want it to be like, let's say, I think if it's under, you know, 3% of your cards being used, it helps with your credit score. But what really helps it is paying it about two weeks before it's due. Okay. Because that way it doesn't even have a, a chance to hit the report that right. you are, um, that you have this, this outstanding balance. But what, what is that costing you every month? Um, I don't know. I, I usually pay, I pay above the minimum. I pay usually like, 80 something dollars a month. Do you, do you, do you know why they, they've created this narrative that you need to carry a balance to, well, yes, to, for a better credit score so and collect that interest? Exactly. You're, yeah. you're paying for your gas right. a much higher amount than you should be because you know, you're and what is that interest rate? Um, that one, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm really not sure. And that's the only one that I have now because I, I used to have so many. I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed in you right now, Phil. <laughs> yeah. I am so disappointed that you are you are incurring interest when you have the money sitting yeah. in probably a low yield uh, well, savings account. You know what? The thing is, is like, I, like I said, I used to have so many of them that like for me, just this feels this like one, nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. But it's still, you know, I, you know what, I, if you want, I'll, I'll issue you a Zach Hayes credit card and no, then I you mean, can pay me the interest. Cause if you're going to carry a balance <laughs> like that, I'd rather you go, it, it goes to me instead of the, uh, the credit card company. Yeah, I Visa MasterCard doesn't need, uh, your interest. See, I the, do. That's the thing. Like I paid, I had so many that were super high because this is a GM uh, credit card where sure. it's not, I know, I don't know the interest rate off the top of my head, but it's not as high as those department store cards were. were. And like I used Your to best have like, buy card with yeah, 20%. I used to have like four or five of those oh and I would God. just pay so much in interest. And it's like, like I said, I think I said it on the podcast before. It's like, I, I learned quickly that, you know, don't have that. I've never used them since. But a lot of people don't realize that and they're going through and they're maxing it out. And you know, a lot of the the time it's like when it, it feels like a good deal, it feels like it's too good to pass up. And there were a lot of great deals out there. I mean, I can't say that I didn't participate in this. I, I, I spent about 200 bucks and that was for the business. It was a, a couple uh, flat screen TVs that we could use here in the studio. We could use, uh, on the main floor. Wait, did you say 200 bucks for a couple flat screen TVs? A- exactly. A hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. Each. And I really only need to use them as monitors, right? Which is all I want, but it's, it's even got the built in fire stuff. You can't be mad about that. No, I'm not mad. I mean, and, but that's a thing I'm being teased with this, but how many people are saying, you know, I'm going to get the, the $700 TV. Yeah. I'm going to get the, uh, the, the big screen, you know, even, even these ones we have sitting down here, Phil 55 inches. I think I paid 300 bucks for those. Yeah. Uh, maybe even now. less. They had some other really good deals going 50 inch TVs for, um, under, uh, under, I think $200. So, I mean, those deals, they, they do seem too good to pass up, but that's how they get <laughs> yeah. you in. Like it's a, it's a spending free for all. I swear. I used to have that same mindset where I'd go in. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a, like a $300 TV. That's all I'm going to get. Yeah. And then I'd look at the deals and I'm like, Oh my God, a hundred dollars more. I can get how many more inches? hundred dollars more. No, a couple, a few hundred dollars more. I'd be like, this one's such a good deal. I got to get it. And it's like, now I don't, I just don't mess with it. And when I give myself a limit, that is what I spend. Do you know how many flat screen TVs just in this building alone that we have? I'm going to count them really quick. I've got, we've got one, two, uh, three, 
four, five, six, seven. I think there's an eighth one laying around somewhere. Yeah. And then we've got two more on the way. Now, right. granted, only a few of those, like I'd say half of them are actually working and working well. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's a lot. And, and people do the same thing in their homes. At home, I have not bought a new TV in since we moved into the, to our house about yeah. five or six years ago. Right. Um, but you know, it was one of those things you would accumulate them and it's like, you have to have a yeah. TV in every room and they're so cheap nowadays that you can do that. But you know, we're getting a little off topic here right. where it's, it's about the, the spending and these numbers. Um, you know, I, I really think, you know, and, and those numbers, we haven't, we haven't even talked about Cyber Monday yet, Phil. Which was huge That's also. the biggest one. Now, they were predicting that it was going to bring in between 10.8 to 12.7 billion just on that day alone. Right. Remember, we were talking about 14 billion for the two days, Black Friday and um, uh, Thanksgiving. So it should come as no surprise that, um, you know, Cyber Monday would almost surpass those days. Um, because that's when everybody's making that push and we already know online shopping is up anyway. It ended up coming in at about 10.8. Yep. That was the number that, uh, so it was on the low end of their projection, but right. still there, that's up 15% from last year. So you're seeing almost $25 billion being spent People love in their retail. three to four days. I know. It's insane. It really is. And I, I swear, it's like, that's, that's exactly why in the back of my head, when I said that I thought the numbers would be high, I'm like, there's, they're not going to be, but like, I knew they were going to be because I was one, I didn't spend anything on throughout Black Friday you weekend. You didn't spend any money. money. No, you not did, a dollar. kind of... You know, I didn't even look. You didn't even think about it. No. What about your wife though? Do my you wife know did. Well, that she didn't counts. spend money though. Oh, she no. didn't spend money. Okay. No, she looked. We, she we didn't spend. <laughs> she looked. That you I know said of no, yet. And we didn't spend. That yeah, you know of yet. That's true. Next and month, she, the credit card bill comes and like, wait a second. It was, and it was one of those where she was like, um, no, it'll be a birthday gift for me because her birthday is in December. Sure. And I was like, okay, um, well, maybe I'll get it for you. Maybe I won't. <laughs> and guess what? Hey, if you're listening to this, you didn't get that KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> Dang, coming in strong. Phil's really uh, putting the the the, the brakes on when I it comes to the spending. I just want to save some money. It's not, to me, this is not the time to be spending. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you, but I I... I don't disagree with you, but it seems like a lot of people out there do. They do. Because they're spending. It's, it's you know, I, I kind of, I wanted to break it down because so far we've already reached um, for holiday shopping, the $100 billion threshold, right. which is uh, something that's not usually reached until mid-December. Yep. We're in the beginning of December. We still got a couple weeks out for this number to really come to fruition, but we've already hit that number. So... Let's kind of look at it this way. If you have roughly 161 million people voted in the presidential election. So let's just say, and they're the ones that are participating. They're the ones who are of an old enough age to vote, obviously, so they can go spend. They probably have their own households, not all of them, obviously. But if you really had to break it down, that comes to about $621 for each person to spend to get that hundred billion dollar mark. Now I spent two, you spent zero, which means a lot more people are spending way more more than $621. I know nobody that spent over $621, which means everybody spent less than that, that I know, which would implore. And I know my wife spent zero. I know your wife spent zero, right? Look how that breaks down. There are people who are probably spending thousands between 
I, I would say the average shopper who's actually going out and doing this spending is spending between $2,500 to $5,000 on right. Black Friday deals yeah. and, and Cyber Monday deals, if not more. That's just pure speculation. Um, now, do they have that money? That's the real question. If the average person doesn't have $500 in an emergency situation... And we know that the stimulus packages have not come through. We know that the unemployment rates are up and that the additional benefits for unemployment is, is cut off. You're back to, you're being on your own. You're what the normal payout would be for your unemployment. There's no way people can afford to spend like this. That's what and logic tells you, yeah. So so that means it's coming, like we talked about earlier, in the form of credit cards. It's coming in the form of uh, accruing interest. Yeah. And we know interest rates are low. Right. They're under they're about they're under three percent for what you can get on a mortgage right now. <laughs> your credit cards don't follow suit. No. You don't see a drop in your credit card interest rate because of this. How many people are going to the grave with credit card debt. This is not a podcast on the um, on the on the strength of consumer spending in the economy right now. This is a this is a podcast to illustrate how this this trap that the credit card companies put you in. There's no way in a pandemic when we are all wondering what's going to happen next that you should be seen. 25% increase in spending for the holidays. It's crazy. Now, now we could look at this a different way and say, okay, people spent all their money. Now, what's it really going to look like at the end of December? What maybe people just stopped and a law of averages is all out. just level out. Yep. I don't think so. I don't either. And, and, you know, it was really interesting though. One industry that is, is hurting here is the movie industry. We all know yeah. that. Back- I miss it. Do you, did you go to the movies a lot? That was like, for me and my wife and actually her side of the family too, that was something we did it quite often. We lived pretty close to a movie theater and it was, that's the one thing I really enjoy. I don't, I'm not a bar person. I don't drink and stuff. So like, I, I really like going to the movies. You're notorious for falling asleep at the movies though. Yeah. But I mean, even that it's a nice comfy seat for a couple hours. That's fair. No, you know what though? I, it is something that I definitely, that's one of the things up high on my list that I really do miss. So in 2019, last year, the, uh, you know, it's always, uh, uh, been a, there, there's a couple big dates for movies. It's, 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 it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's the 4th of July weekend. For some reason, that's always a big one. That's always when uh, Will, Will Smith used to, to own the box office and <laughs> it would be independence day, wild, wild west, men in black. Those movies would always come out in July. And Will Smith was like the king of, of the box office for, for independence day. But last year, the number one movie was frozen Two. should come as no surprise. Popular right. kids movie, go sing along, go have fun. Um, that brought in $124 million on its first opening weekend. This year, 2020, another sequel, The Crudes. How much do you think The Crudes 2 brought in? Oh, God. It's opening weekend in today's time. Um, I, maybe 20 million? Lower. Lower? 10? 
14 million. Yeah. 14 million dollars, almost 10 times less than what Frozen 2 brought in a year ago. That just shows that this is an industry that is going to have to get creative. But one industry that really doesn't seem to need to get creative because all they do is slap a discount on stuff, it's 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 the retail. It's it's Amazon. True. I I couldn't find these numbers because I don't think they report them, but I want to know of that hundred billion that's been spent, how much of that was spent on Amazon? Because it's not the downtown retailers that are seeing these these numbers. They're probably not even reporting their numbers. Um, it's it's Amazon. I mean, let's be honest. This stuff is coming from Walmart, Amazon, Target, um, and I think that's about it. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's that BestBuy.com. I mean, but they're all selling Best Buy. The TVs I bought from Amazon were sold by Best Buy and delivered yeah. by Best Buy, but they were offered on Amazon. I bought them on Amazon. I bet you Amazon is probably about half or so at least. I would say it's higher. I bet yeah. you it's 75% of those, surprise me. those deals. But, you know, th- they did say back in 2019 that they sold hundreds of millions of products alone for yeah. Cyber Monday last year. So so think of that. Think of that. hundreds of millions of products alone. Uh, you know, I, I got to wonder what their take was this year, because this is where, this is where it gets dicey. This is where consumers are the, the we're, we're having this economy put on our backs. Essentially it's, it's not the stock markets. That's fucking crazy right now. It's, it's yeah, all over it's the all place. Over. It's all over the map. There's no real rhyme or reason. We know that, but it's really being put on the back of the consumer to say like, how confident are we in the market right now. And it seems like it matches with what the stock market's doing. We're apparently pretty confident. We're okay with spending our money. I think people are like, fine. Do you think, (laughs) yeah, it's like, there's that, there's that meme with the dog who's just drinking coffee while he's in like, while the room's on fire around him, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Do you kind of feel like part of it's like, kind of like going out guns blazing. Like if we're on the, if we're on the cusp of just like ultimate financial disaster, I want to make my home as comfortable as possible. I want to just say, I'm hoping at some point all these credit card companies just default and I won't have to pay back any of this money. Or do they just not intend to pay back any of that money? That's kind of the point I was trying to illustrate earlier. How many people just die with credit card debt? I think it will never pay it off. I think it's more of like a control thing. I feel like a lot we're being told to do a lot of things now. And like, I think this is the one way like it, it's like you can control this. It's something that people, you know, the government's not telling you not to spend money. And it's like, no, they, they want you to nobody, right? nobody's nobody during this time is telling you that you need to curb your spending. Right. Yeah. And it's, I think everybody is searching for that like little dopamine hit. And I, because of, cause it has, it's been a tough time for everybody. I know myself included. It's like, whether I think it affects me on a daily basis or not, it does. And I'm constantly worried about it. Yeah, me too. And it's like, I think just that quick, you know, hit it feels good. Yeah, yeah. It feels good to buy stuff. I mean, I guess it it's better than, 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 uh, you know, Drug, shooting up, drugs or you know, I, yeah. I, I, and that's a, that's a whole nother uh, topic, but it's like, how are people dealing with this? And I think you're right. Yeah. This is a huge, I didn't even think of the retail therapy aspect, you know, when it's, right. you know, mom and dad are home, they want to beef up their, um, their, their, what they have as far as computers in the home, the kids are all fighting over the same laptop. They have to prepare for the winter when they're all going to be, you know, there's cabin fever. How can we entertain the kids? How can we... 
how can we make sure they have everything they need so that we can survive this? But it, so it's almost like, it's like modern survival. Kind it's like of, when you're, yeah. when you're hibernating, uh, for the winter, like people, what did they used to do? They used to go, they would hunt, they would gather and they would prepare to just hunker down. And, and I, I think this is, that's a great analogy, Phil. It's like a modern day hibernation. We're yeah. preparing for what's to come because we don't know, um, and I think people are scared. They're nervous. We're living a different kind of lifestyle than we, we've been used to. We're, we're, we're not able to get together with our, our family and friends. Maybe a lot of this is people being able to order online and ship gifts directly to grandma and grandpa or Could mom be. and dad and, and, or, or the grandkids. Um, there's so many, so many aspects to think of here. It's so complicated. There's so many reasons why people are spending it's, you know, but it does tell me that it could potentially create some problems down the road for people. That's part of what struggle state is. I mean, that's, that's the life that they're living in. And you know, is it, does it feel good in the moment? Sure. Yeah. But what does it mean long-term? Yeah. And I think you're going to see a lot of people that, you know, it's, it's not so fun after, like I said, after the bill comes and stuff. And, and I think if the jobs aren't there, I mean, we talked about that, that 7% unemployment rate and how many of these jobs are seasonal, uh, how many people are going to lose their jobs? I mean, we are, we are going into just our industry alone. Okay. we we do custom apparel printing. Yep. We are going into our slowest time of the year, mm-hmm. January and February, right. slowest time of the year. Why? Because money was spent in December. Uh, there's really, it, you're in between your, your sports down. seasons, but now we've got no sports. We've got no um, people coming back. And and I, I'm definitely concerned about having yeah. the jobs and the, the ability to, uh, to maintain those, those couple months there. And then you're going right then after that, you'll be a year into your shutdown. Right. Definitely some scary times, but I know if I'm thinking that way, I can't be alone. There's no, no way I'm alone. No, you're not. But I and I but I think there are a lot of people that uh turn a blind eye to it that just say, well, you know, it's whatever's happening is happening and I'll just kind of roll with the punches. And I think a lot of people like to uh, like just put it out of their minds. Go back to my analogy though. Go back to the analogy of the hibernation. Yeah. The people who are prepared though are the ones that survive. Oh, if you for don't sure. prepare, you're going to be banging on your neighbor's door saying, Hey, <laughs> yeah. can I get, uh, I, I ran out of food. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that story. What was the, the, was it the, the grasshopper or the ant? Somebody was, you know what know. I'm talking about? They were, they were gathering for the, for the, for the summer or the winter. And, okay. and, they wanted to play and they didn't, you know, they didn't do yeah. their job. They didn't hoard their food. And then by then it was too late. You know what I mean? It was, they were, they were screwed. Don't be that ant. Don't be screwed. No. But, uh, I, I don't know, Phil, these numbers there, you didn't expect them or you did expect them. I did yeah. not because I'm just, I'm just baffled by how many people would rather put money into possessions and into things that they don't really need than, you know, put some money aside for a rainy day, save up. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just different. Maybe yeah, I'm, maybe sure. I'm talking to nobody here. Maybe, maybe people don't understand the same way how, how important it is, but you know, that's my dopamine hit. Having, having the extra money in the bank account makes me feel good. Yeah. Having the money saved up for retirement makes me feel good. I, I feel comfortable and I, I know going into it that I'm going to be okay. I just hope that everybody else out there is okay as well, because 
if half the society is struggling to get by and struggling to pay their bills or, or struggling to find a job, then it's not going to work out very well no. for us long term. No, everybody will end up feeling the effects. And that's where we're, I think we're in the weirdest spot right now because yeah. I feel like what everybody else does is going to affect everyone. So yeah, yeah, no, it, it's going to be a trickle down thing. And we're, we're, you know, it's the ramifications of all this are, are, are still yet to be realized. And, you know, I, 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 we will keep paying attention to stuff over here. Um, did you guys spend money on cyber over, over the holiday weekend? Were you out there? Nobody was really lined up at the stores, but no. uh, let us know, let us know if you were out there spending money or, or did you take the practical route and say, I'm going to start a savings account or I'm going to invest invest in something. I'm going to do something smart with my money. Right. Um, or are you sitting back enjoying your new episodes of Netflix or whatever else you're watching on your brand new TV? Either way, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can find us uh, more information at strugglestate.com. Follow us on Twitter at strugglestate. For Phil Hayes, I'm Zach Hayes. Do not forget the struggle is real. Yeah.